Christmas, friends. Thank you for being here for our Christmas episode. Wherever this day finds you, we're grateful to be connecting in this way as we take some time to reflect on the story of the first Christmas and how it still speaks into our lives as we close 2022 and look toward 2023. Today, we're doing something a little different with our podcast and video recording this episode, which you can watch on our YouTube page. So Merry Christmas to those who are watching as well as listening. One of my favorite things about this time of year is the abundance of lights, Christmas lights that brighten our streets and decorate our homes and Christmas trees. As we experience some of the shortest days and less and less natural light at this time of year, these lights are a welcome distraction from the dark and cold. A few weeks ago, my family was reminiscing about our childhood Christmases and how my dad used to work so hard each year to ensure we had Christmas lights up on our house. And yet, well, let's just say it wasn't one of his strengths and we never quite knew what we were going to get. Christmas lights were not my dad's favorite part of Christmas. Rather than Christmas lights, what my dad always wanted was to have a nice nativity scene to put up in the front yard. And after us kids moved out and he retired, he finally got his heart's desire. No more Christmas lights, just a couple of floodlights to illuminate a beautiful nativity. I still remember how happy we all were for him. Unfortunately, his dream only lasted a couple of days as the nativity scene was stolen from his front yard one dark and cold night, never to be seen again. Honestly, it was devastating and my dad hasn't had the heart to replace it. As we look around at our world, it's often easier to point out the darkness and where the light seems to be extinguished, to be stolen from us or those we care about. Given that we've spent the last two Christmases in isolation with very few gatherings or visits with friends and family, for many this Christmas season has felt very full. And although people are tired, there is also a real sense of urgency, worry, concern, even fear that this could once again be stolen from us. Now, whether it's COVID or not, this time of year in particular can be for many a dark and cold time. Not the pristine picture of a warm, light-filled, and joyous celebration. Rather, more closely resembling the dark, dingy, dirty, and smelly stable of the first Christmas. If we really stop to consider what that first Christmas looked like thousands of years ago, I think we'd see a very exhausted, worn-out, stressed-out, possibly overwhelmed and fearful couple named Mary and Joseph who were about to welcome into their family and into the world their firstborn child. I don't imagine that Mary and Joseph envisioned welcoming their baby into the world this way. And the world outside of the stable was not much brighter. A census was being conducted to raise already high taxes. The Jews were being ruled by a treacherous king, Herod the Great. And it's wintertime in Bethlehem, which means it's very cold. These are terrible conditions for a mother who's going into labor and a vulnerable infant who don't have a hospital or medical facility to go to. Through a stressful, fearful, and uncertain time, there is still something constant and comforting throughout this story, something that pierces through the dark and cold night of this first Christmas. It is the abundance of lights that surround this new family. 
as we see in the angels' visits and bright star that shone over the shepherds and guided the wise men who brought gifts and provisions, as we see in the amazement and wonder that illuminated the hearts and minds of all who gazed upon this baby, named the light of life, the sign of fulfillment, and the word made flesh. As the Gospel of John proclaims, the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. If we go back to the very beginning, before God began his work of creation, we read in Genesis 1 that the earth was formless and empty, darkness was over the surface of the deep, and God's first act of creation is to usher in the light, and God said, let there be light, and there was light. God saw that the light was good and he separated the light from the darkness. He called them day and night. The sun's light is by far the most important source of energy for our physical needs here on earth. The sun warms our waters, moves our atmosphere, creates our weather patterns, and gives energy to the growing plants that provide the food and oxygen for life on earth. After the sun, the moon is the second brightest, regularly visible celestial object in earth's sky. From the beginning, God has given us light to guide our days and to guide our nights. This is God's glory reflected throughout creation. At the first Christmas and on this Christmas day, Jesus is not reflecting God's glory. He is God's light. It's inherently a part of who he is. Jesus didn't come into the world to be one light among many. He came as the one true light. The light of the world dwelling among us. The light of your world dwelling within you. As we continue to take in the lights of this Christmas season, I invite you to welcome them as a reflection of God's light and love with you. Right now, no matter the season of the soul you find yourself in, may this true light guide you through the darkness anchoring your heart in the hope we proclaim today. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not and will not overcome it. Amen. If you enjoyed our message today, please continue listening to the Reclaim app podcast wherever you download your favorite podcasts. And don't forget to check us out on YouTube and hit the subscribe button. Also follow us on Instagram, like our content and share it with all your friends and family so we can share this love with all beings everywhere.